Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about four anxious states of being. Now, some of these states of being may be more familiar to you than others, but they are all responses or states of being that one can find themselves in when anxious or when you are just having a lot of stress or overwhelm, and we all can run into that. So let's look at what some of these are, because it's good to know ahead of time so that you can take some of the sting or the outright surprise out of these reactions that you might be having. You know, we would like to be responding to life, but often it's a reaction that just happens and it can be perhaps good to know ahead of time and so that you're not quite so surprised when these things come up. Knowing, knowing what the response is will help you to eliminate the add-on fears that fuel the anxious fire. I know I was just commenting in the Facebook group about not being so hard on ourselves when we catch ourselves in a maybe not so graceful reaction to life. But what we want to do is instead of being hard on ourselves, to just be gracious with ourselves, to be able to catch it, right? And eliminate that add-on fear of, oh, there I go again, I always do this. Those thoughts are all fuel for the anxious fire. And that's something that we really want to stay away from. We can't always be on top of our reactions and our responses, but when we catch it, start right there by not adding anything more right from that point of awareness. You may have heard of the fear response as a fight or flight response, right? And that is how it's most commonly referred to. And today I want to share some of the lesser known states, the other two that we could find ourselves in with unchecked stress, anxiety, or panic. So adding to the fight or flight, we can take a look at two more states of being, freeze and fawn. So that would be fight or flight, freeze or fawn, or it could be fight or flight, freeze or please. It can, fawn can be looked at as fawn or please. Uh, depends on how you get it stuck in your head. I first heard about it many years ago as fight, flight, freezer, please, and then please has changed in some circles that I frequent to fawn. So there we go. But you get the point, right? So as we look at these states, we can see how easy it is to fall into one or more of these patterns and how easily they can become ingrained into us and become habits that we just live with and we keep doing for weeks or months or even years on end. This is why it's so important to actually 
become cognizant of where we are at daily, what we are feeling in our bodies, where we are holding the tension, and what behaviors we are struggling with and not sure how we started doing these behaviors that are not serving us. Let's jump in now and see if you are experiencing any of the behaviors of these four states and if they might just be related to your stress, your anxiety, and panic. So what beliefs or behaviors constitute fight, flight, freeze, and fawn? Fight. To fight is to confront the threat aggressively. Being angry is a primary feeling of this. Needing to control situations, people, or things outside of your own circle of influence. Experiencing explosive behavior. Having narcissistic tendencies. Or being a bully. Flight. What could the behaviors of flight be? Flight means you want to run from the danger. Could be workaholic, overthinker, OCD falls into this category. Challenges with being still or at ease. And perfectionism. And now to freeze. When you freeze... You find yourself unable to move or act against the threat. You may know this. This happens quite often to people and they often don't identify it as being a part of their anxiety or stress levels. You find yourself unable to move or act against the threat. You feel stuck. Could be having difficulty making decisions. Feeling stuck, like I said, in life, in your job, in relationships, or the environment. Dissociation could be experiencing that, which is very common in anxiety. Desiring to be isolated and numb feelings that persist. Now let's take a moment and look at fawn or to please. Some people have this, and it has not often been talked about as some of the behaviors that may be related to anxiety and ongoing stress. But fawn is the response of complying with the attacker to save yourself. It's a feeling of lacking an identity, lacking boundaries. Perhaps you have the feeling of being overwhelmed. It's codependent tendencies and being a people pleaser. Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you 
one skin. Just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So some of these may be very familiar to you. Some of these you may not have experienced at all, but I thought it was important that we look beyond the usual fight or flight and really take a peek at freeze and fawn. We're very familiar what the fight or flight feeling is, but those same hormones can also trigger someone to freeze. Even in animals, right? They play dead. And it can also be this need to please can come from being overwhelmed with stress, with anxiety, with being in a situation that is feeling overwhelming. So let's take a moment to just feel into our own minds, into our own bodies, and to see if we are holding any of the states of being that we just talked about. And let's look without adding any judgment or disappointment how easy it is for us to see these things in ourselves and say, my goodness, like, how can I still be doing that? Or I thought I was over that. The reality is, if it's still going on, it's still going on. It's okay. You're having a moment of awareness about it. So try not to add fuel to the fire by adding judgment or disappointment. We've all been there. Having the knowledge that some of these current behaviors or habits may be from the fear response that now we are more equipped to deal with them. With this awareness, we can say, I can learn now. I can, now I'm understanding with this understanding, I can go forward. We can question now when these things come up, right? We can say, am I really feeling um, stuck? Is this a freeze response? Or am I really stuck, right? We want to question these things. Am I lacking boundaries? Is that why I'm having such difficulty? Am I being a people pleaser? Is this my response to my anxiety from what life is throwing at me? Am I, is it unresolved stress and overwhelm? And do I just need to take a look at that and get myself more centered, get myself more taken care of? And only I can do that, right? Again, having the knowledge that some of these current behaviors or habits may be from the fear response can be really helpful because they don't just come out of the blue. They came from somewhere. And now we can be more equipped to deal with them, to question them, and be aware of what we are doing. This is a huge step toward eliminating living by rote, by habit, and never making changes that will bring us more peace and calm.
I want you to find your responses or your states and question them to see, see them for what they are versus just doing them over and over and feeling like nothing is changing. Awareness is always the first step toward change. So let's just quickly review some of these again. The fight or flight are easy. To fight is to confront the threat aggressively, right? That could be the anger, the needing to control the situation or the people around you, or any of the things that are outside your circle of influence, or experiencing explosive behaviors, or having narcissistic tendencies, or being a bully. And the fight, which again, most of you are very familiar with this. Flight means you run from the danger and you may run to work. You may be a workaholic. You may run to your head. You may be an overthinker. It may be OCD. Those kind of constant repetitive behaviors are often our way of running away from the danger, the perceived danger. Remember, this does not mean particularly that we are in danger, maybe just thoughts that we are thinking. Again, flight challenges with being still or at ease. Are you always on the go, always needing to do something? And perfectionism can fall into that. And the two that we are less familiar with, again, are freeze and freeze and fawn. And freeze is when you freeze, you find yourself unable to move or act against the threat. It can be having difficulty making decisions, feeling stuck in whether it's your life, your job, relationships, the environment, or all of the above. Dissociation falls into freeze. Desiring to be isolated is freezing. And feeling numb feelings that persist. And finally, fawn or to please. You may find yourself hiding from the danger. That's what it is. Fawn is the response of complying with the attacker to save yourself. And again, these are perceived. So what you can do be falling into is lacking an identity, lacking boundaries, feeling overwhelmed, feeling like you have codependent tendencies and being a people pleaser. So I hope that you got a chance to jot some of these down. It's important that we remember that these are behaviors, not particularly that we are coming up with ourselves or desiring to be like this. We are protecting ourselves in some way. It is our way of coping, coping with the fear that we are feeling. And is that fear real or is it perceived? We really need to put it in its place. We can't always run into the red zone just because something is uncomfortable or has surprised us or is out of the ordinary. We need to put it in the hierarchy. Where is it? Is it really something that we are needing to deal with as a danger? Or is it just something that we are thinking is a danger? And worry can be a part of this also. If you are 
reliving the past over and over again and wringing your hands about something that was or something and fearing how you were in that circumstance, that is just as much adding fuel to the fire as when we are anxious about the things that are possibly coming up in the future. Either way, we need to bring ourselves back into the present moment. So keep us posted. Let us know how you're doing. And if this was helpful for you, I'd love to hear from you. And now for today's quote. Comparison is the death of joy. And that's from Mark Twain. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com. 